Welcome to the Overcoming Porn Podcast, where it's all about helping you flee temptation, overcome porn, and live in lasting victory over sexual sin from a biblical perspective. Produced by the Titus II Institute. Welcome to the show. This is the Overcoming Porn Podcast, and I am your host. My name is George, and I serve with the Titus II Institute, which is a counseling ministry that seeks to counsel and equip the next generation. And this is podcast episode number one of the Overcoming Porn Podcast. Yay! Let me give you uh, just a brief intro as to what this podcast is is going to be about it's going to be about overcoming porn and it's for christian men who struggle with porn we're going to be showing you guys teaching testimonies and interviews with a lot of amazing people in hopes to equip you and to motivate you uh, in your fight against pornography sexual sin masturbation lust all of those things we know that uh, this has many men in bondage these days in the church and we want to equip you guys so that you can best overcome this in your life and live the life of freedom that the Lord has called you to live. So be sure to subscribe and give us a five-star rating on iTunes. You know, leave a nice review for us if you like what we're talking about, and follow us, on, follow us on Spotify. Thanks so much, guys. And today, I also wanted to share with you my story in overcoming porn. So stick around to the end since I will be sharing the four directions of attack that I used to help overcome porn. And I know that these will be super beneficial to you guys. So my story, how did it all start? Well, I started dabbling into lewd and perverse images and flash games in grade six. So about uh, age 11. And back then it was still dial-up internet. So I was about 11 at the time and there was a desire to see more. So I started to go onto pornographic websites. And at the time it was not like how it is today with the streaming and the bunch of free content that you could get online. Most sites were paid. Most sites, before you entered, you had to you know, click a button acknowledging that this was adult content and for the eyes of uh, people over 18. And so I knew that it was wrong in some way, but it was too alluring and exhilarating. Going through puberty at the time, I added on masturbation, and it was like a whole world of pleasure and thrills. Uh, My behavior persisted, and I grew, and it grew over the next decade. You know, it became a regular part of my life. I had no reservations about it. It was completely normal to me. I was not a believer then. My parents were not going to church. And by the time of university, so 11 years later, 
um, something amazing and unexpected and weird happened in my life. I became a follower of Jesus Christ. I became a Christian. I started dating a girl who was a Christian during my last year of university. And towards the end of the year, we both thought that there was really no hope for us after graduation. Uh, I lived far away from her home. Um, and I was a non-believer, and she wanted to leave this double life that she had been living in, in university behind. And I was like the personification of, of all that she was going through. Uh, we were deep in the sin of fornication and cohabiting, uh, and she knew that I viewed porn, you know, but she didn't say anything about it uh, or make a big deal out of it. Um, however, the Lord had different plans for us. I got a job very close to her parents' house in Toronto. I started living in her basement, and I started going to church, uh, mainly out of respect for her family, because her dad uh, was the pastor of the Mandarin con congregation of our church. And at first, you know, I hated it. I hated it because... I was an atheist at the time, uh, and it angered me that people had these beliefs in a God, uh, beliefs um, in Jesus, and I was very militant at first and, and resistive of um, all of the teaching that we were created beings and not evolved beings. Uh, beliefs in sin and the concept of right and wrong and all of these things at first I was just very resistant uh, to all the people there plus they all seemed so nice and they all seemed like goody two-shoes to me and um, you know I did not enjoy going there however uh, I was at a crossroads in my life I had just graduated university and for some reason I just felt that if there really was a God, then, you know, that affects how I live my life. And that affects how I move forward from this point. So I kind of felt like I had a fork. I was at a fork in the road. And so I said to myself, you know, if there really was a God, then I'm going to find out for myself. Uh, you know, but in actuality, you know, in my heart of hearts, what I really wanted to do was just prove all of these people wrong. Uh, so that they could see how foolish their beliefs were. So I started to um, dabble into um, you know, all of the apologetic arguments for the existence of God. I looked into philosophy. I looked into history. I looked into theology. I looked into biology. And it was really helpful in breaking down a lot of the intellectual barriers that I had against Christianity. But I came to a point, uh, you know, just in my pursuit, um, and this was over the course of a couple months, where I felt like even if that I had all of the evidence before me, even if all of it pointed to the fact that God existed and that Jesus was real, uh, it still really wouldn't affect me. It wouldn't affect how I lived my life. It wouldn't really change me. Um, and so I saw these Christians, they were, uh, they had a relationship with their God. You know, they prayed to him as if he was sitting right next to them. Uh, they read the Bible as if he was actually speaking to them. 
And so I started to seek the Lord as well um, in reading the Word of God, reading the Bible, and in prayer. And it was at a winter retreat um, that uh, I was on where I heard someone's testimony and they told me that in all of their seeking and pursuit that they forgot about the person and work of Christ. And when he said that, it just hit me like a giant tidal wave. It was as if, you know, all of the various pieces of the puzzle that I had been making over the past couple months uh, came together in this unified picture. And I was able to see with my eyes that Christ really was God and that he really rose from the dead and that his death was for my sin. And so it was at that winter retreat that I cried out to the Lord uh, just in repentance and faith. And I knew that he was real and I knew that he was good and I knew that I wanted to, I wanted to follow Christ. And so I became a Christian then, and uh, that started my journey in battling uh, pornography, in wrestling with my sin, even the reality that I was a sinner and that I had sin. Uh, all of these things just started to become uh, clear to me uh, in my life. And, you know, it was when, after I became a Christian that I was faced with a reality I had never had to face before. And that was that porn was a sin that I had to leave, right? We see in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, that if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, the old has gone, the new is here. And we also see in Ezekiel, the promise that God gives uh, to believers he promises to give them a new heart and a new spirit. He promises to remove a, a heart of stone and give them a heart of flesh. And so there needs to be this change, this radical transformation um, when you put your faith in Christ. And that's what happened to me. I was a new creation. I had a new heart. I had new desires and new affections and new things that I loved. Uh, but as most of you can relate, uh, the moment you try to leave something is the moment you realize how much it had a hold on you. And that was my experience with porn. I tried, it to, I tried to stop. I wanted to stop. But my heart was too enslaved to it. I was too plugged into the fantasy world where I was in control and I was accepted. I think you guys know the feeling. Uh, you know, it's like when you're being ripped in half because there's these two natures that are at work in you. There is obviously your redeemed nature that loves God and desires God. The new man, the new creation that is continually transformed by the Holy Spirit. And you have the old man, the flesh, that part of you that still hates God, hates his authority, and wants freedom to live however uh, he pleases. Uh, but I was determined to fight it, brothers. And I know that you guys are too. Because God the Father would not let his new child still wallow in the mud of sin. He loved me too much to allow that. And Christ was worth it. 
He died to save me from sin. He died that I might live an abundant life. And the gospel was too wonderful and too powerful for me to neglect. And lastly, the Holy Spirit's work was too irresistible and evident. Right? He, he was making me feel the weight of my sin and driving me to repentance. Now, at first, you know, change was very difficult because I did not know what I was doing. Right? So I kind of just gritted my teeth and tried the just say no approach. Uh, I tried not thinking about it. I tried uh, distracting myself with other things. I tried talking about it with uh, with my brothers in Christ and asking for advice. Uh, I prayed about it. I mean, how many of you out there listening have said that? Or I'm just going to pray more. I'm just going to try harder next time. And some of these things that I did were helpful. And it started me on a journey. But the change was not lasting. And after a while, I would fall back into sin. I would start with, uh, you know, suggestive pictures and videos on social media. And eventually one of my friends told me about accountability software. So I installed that on my devices. Uh, That was helpful too. Uh, But eventually I found my way around that software. And I'm sure you have your favorite uh, loophole as well. I also had a hard drive with, you know, just many gigs of porn on it. And it was something that I kept secret and, I, and would always tempt me because of how easy it was to access. Um, I remember one day I was so tempted that I was ready to get home from work and fire it up. Um, I already decided in my mind to sin But when I got home, I couldn't do it. You know, I just couldn't do it. And instead, I took a chance and I read the Bible. And I randomly read 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13 that day. It reads, No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. As a young Christian, I didn't really know my way around the Bible. So, you know, looking back, this was really providential. I pretty much just opened my Bible and began reading. And so I said to myself at the time, I cannot go back to the land of slavery. You know, I mustered the faith and courage I got from the Holy Spirit I went into the garage with my hard drive and a hammer and I smashed it. I smashed it to pieces and dumped it in the trash. You know, that was six years of filth that I had been collecting. All of the best videos I've ever seen lost at that moment. And it was a loss for the flesh that day. Some days even now, I kind of reminisce about what was on that hard drive but only for a moment before that thought is banished because we press onwards to better things in Christ. And when we follow Christ, we leave the world and everything in it behind. You know, like the classic hymn goes, I have decided to follow Jesus, no turning back, no turning back. And um, 
you know, at the time as well, you know, my girlfriend and I were still caught up in premarital sex. And again, we would find some victory by abstaining from it, but we would fall back, um, you know, time and time again. And I kind of took it as, you know, as a, this is the last straw uh, from God when we fell into sin on a vacation with my parents. Uh, they had booked the same room for us to sleep in that evening. Uh, and in the morning, I had deep regret. But that led me to going before God in repentance. And it was a sweet time in the presence of the Lord. I remember it to this day. That was eight years ago. And it was comforting to know um, God's forgiveness in Christ um, and to lean upon Christ at that time. And actually that day was the day we got the news that my girlfriend got accepted to a master's program uh, out of province. You know, she would be gone two years in uh, Manitoba. If you are Canadian, you would know. Uh, so she would be living in Winnipeg. And I really took that as God saying, you know, you two need to grow apart um, from each other before I bring you two together. And I was a, you know, young believer then. Um, and those two years definitely helped me grow in maturity as a new Christian. I took it as an opportunity to get serious about my faith and about following Christ and you know uh, I fully uh, admit that that was God's grace at work um, in my life and that apart from his wisdom and his leading I would have not chosen this route um, but he wanted me to grow uh, to be a leader of the home to be a loving and faithful husband to my wife um, and for ministry. And so, you know, I challenge you in this as well. You know, get serious about following Christ. Make that your passion and your only pursuit. You know, you have to see that it's not just about getting rid of porn. It's not just about living a porn-free life. God has a much bigger plan and vision for your life, for you being involved in your church, for you being involved in other people's lives, for you bringing the gospel to the nations. He has such a greater plan than just our little plan of wanting to be comfortable and not be caught up in this one particular sin. And so I wanted to get serious in my faith and I wanted to seriously cut porn out of my life. Well, what did I do differently? You know, how would... It differ from you know how I was already living or what I was already doing well I want to share with you the four directions of attack that really helped me overcome porn and I want you to see this as you know if you're trying to conquer a fortress that is walled on all sides um, these are the four directions that you're coming from you're coming from the north west east and south you're coming from all directions and you're coming to lay siege on this fortified city and so i believe that when you employ all four of these attacks in your life you have the best chance to break free from the bondage of sexual sin so here are the four number one is teaching number two is counseling 
Number three is accountability. And number four is community. So let me share with you um, these four that have really benefited me in my life. So number one is teaching. You know, when I made the decision to really get serious in my faith, I approached my pastor and asked him, what do I do? How do I do that? What's the first thing that I should do if I want to get serious in my faith? And, he, and you know what he told me? He told me to read and study my Bible vigorously. And feeding off of the word and prayer is definitely required if you want to overcome porn. Psalm 119 verse 9 to 11 says, How can a young man keep his way pure? By guarding it according to your word. With my whole heart I seek you. Let me not wander from your commandments. I have stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. So powerful words and really striking words from David on how to live a pure life. And so, you know, that's what I did. I read the Bible cover to cover. I studied passages of scripture. I attended Bible studies. I led Bible studies. I attended church faithfully and took in the sermons and the teaching. I listened to sermons on my commute and at work and uh, in my spare time. And I devoted myself to quiet times early in the morning uh, and on weekends uh, for prayer, for fasting. Um, and these had a huge impact on me because God's word is powerful. It changes your heart. It changes what you love and your desires. And that's why it's so effective in cutting out sin. You need to see that sin is a problem of your heart. You keep sinning because you love to sin. Your heart loves the sin. That's why you keep going to it. So the solution needs to be a heart change before your behavior changes. When your heart is changed, your behavior will follow. But if you just merely try to change your behavior, you're not really solving the real problem. You're not really dealing with the real issue. You're not really curing the real illness. You see, God word, God's word changes your heart. It turns you to love him instead of loving sin. So I was actively pursuing the Lord through his word and through prayer during these two years. The second thing I did was get counseling. Now, I'm not talking about professional counseling, although I feel like there are uh, situations where one might need it. I'm talking about a mentor speaking into your life and guiding you on your journey. Uh, that can either be your pastor or your elder or a fellow brother that you look up to or a local biblical counselor. Uh, for me, it was my pastor. We met regularly just to talk about my growth. We talked about setbacks and failures. We prayed together. And he was able to give me biblical truth to help with some of the specific struggles that I was going through. You see, being in bondage to porn could be symptoms of other issues and sins and struggles that you are facing. And that's why God has provided pastors 
counselors, and others to come and give you a fresh perspective on your struggles. So I encourage you to seek out your pastor or a good biblical counselor in your area to help you on your journey uh, to overcoming pornography. The third direction of attack is accountability. And I was plugged into a group of brothers that I was meeting with every week. It wasn't focused on overcoming porn per se, but a lot of us had that struggle, so it was a regular topic. Being a part of that group was just really encouraging in my life. I had a place where I could be open about my sins and failures. I had a place where I knew I was not alone in this fight, and other brothers were fighting with me. Some of them were much farther ahead of me. Uh, Some of them were where I was at. Uh, So I had a place where the brothers would uh, hold me accountable. I knew that they would be asking me how I was doing every week. I knew that they would be holding me to my own words and my, my goals. And I knew that they would be calling me back to God whenever I would grow cold in my faith. It was a powerful brotherhood that helped me persevere and become the man I am today. You know, God used all of these brothers to help me overcome porn. And so it was just a really powerful experience for me to be a part of that. And the last direction of attack, number four, is community. And now a lot of what I talked about in the previous point applies to this as well. But I'm talking more about being involved and a part of a local church. You know, this gave me the opportunity to serve and be an active member of the body of Christ, uh, which kept me focused on helping others rather than being idle at home fighting temptation. Uh, There are pastors, elders, and leaders who assume spiritual authority and responsibility over you. Uh, They were there to care for me, uh, to get to know me, to encourage me in my journey. And it was a blessing to grow and flourish in a community of believers. I was able to mentor younger men while also being mentored by others more mature than me. And I believe that that is God's plan for us. Uh, That's how we fight and overcome porn in our lives. So just to review, the four directions of attack that we need to employ uh, are Number one, teaching. Number two, counseling. Number three, accountability. And number four, community. And I think that most men who are trying uh, to overcome lust are either employing one or two of these measures, uh, but not all of them together. Or you're not continuing and persevering in them. So I encourage you to implement these directions of attack in your life today. Uh, These were super effective for me. It led to a life that loved God and loved others. It led to a heart that was passionate about the Lord and about my wife. It led to many amazing relationships with older and younger brothers in Christ. And it led to a deep knowledge of God and his word. And it did lead me to a life free from pornography and masturbation. There were times where I still fell But in keeping with these four directions of attack, uh, by God's amazing grace and the working of the Holy Spirit, uh, 
I had stretches over three years without porn, and now I'm living a life with pretty much no desire for porn at all, no desire to go back to that pigsty out of love for God and out of uh, love for his people. And if you're looking for some further help to uh, implement these four directions of attack in your life, uh, we actually did create a resource uh, called the Overcoming Porn Blueprint. And this is a short document that kind of outlines what I talked about a bit more. And also what comes with it is a companion 10-day email course that will walk you through step-by-step in 10 days how to implement these four areas of attack in your life. And so if you want to implement this strategy, if you feel like this is right for you, then please visit Titus2Institute.com. That's Titus with the number 2, Institute.com forward slash blueprint. That's Titus2Institute.com forward slash blueprint to get signed up and get your blueprint today and also the 10-day email companion course that goes along with it. Thank you so much for listening to the first episode of the Overcoming Porn podcast. Once again, my name is George from the Titus 2 Institute, and we have a motto around here that goes, the victory is ours because Jesus Christ was the perfect Lamb of God who took away the penalty of our sins and broke the power of our sins. He was raised from the grave three days later after being nailed to the cross for us. And he now lives with God at his right hand with all things as a footstool to his feet. And he lived a perfect life that you and I could never live. But if you believe him by faith, if you trust that his death on the cross was sufficient to wash away and forgive all of your sins before a holy God. And if you believe that he was raised from the dead and now you can share in this resurrection life. And if you turn from your sin and repent, then you will be saved. And if you put your faith and hope in the gospel, you will be washed away of all of your sin, past, present, and future. And you will live a victorious life over death and sin and hell. And that is the Christian message that we hold on to. That is the good news that will allow us to overcome pornography and live in lasting victory. Hey brother, are you struggling with porn? Have you tried time and time again to leave it behind, but you keep falling into the same cycle of committing sin, feeling immense shame, getting back at square one, only to fall again? And all along the way, you feel like you're dying a slow death. If so, then I invite you to check out the Titus 2 Overcoming Porn community. The Titus 2 Overcoming Porn community is the exclusive online membership community for dedicated men who want to cut off pornography and live in lasting freedom over sexual sin. Whether you're falling daily into pornography and masturbation, 
or you have made good progress and you are just looking for further growth and accountability, then the Titus II Overcoming Porn community is perfect for you. Our membership community combines teaching, counseling, accountability, and community to give you everything you need to overcome porn. You will be plugged into a powerful community of men who understand your struggle and who have the ability to mentor, encourage, and empower you on your journey to freedom. We will be with you every step of the way. So if you're interested, check out Titus2Institute.com. That's Titus with the number 2, Institute.com, forward slash overcoming dash porn. And remember, brothers, the victory is ours. Thank you for listening to the Overcoming Porn podcast. We hope that this podcast and our other resources can equip you to find freedom over porn and lust. Please visit Titus 2 Institute. That's Titus with the number 2, institute.com for all of our other resources.